The information contained in this podcast is general in nature and is not to be taken as financial or personal advice. It does not consider your objectives, financial situation or needs. You should consider whether this information is suitable for you and your personal circumstances before acting on it. Hi, and welcome to The Home Run, your guide to buying your first home in Australia. On this show, I'll walk you through the home buying process from every angle. We cover the steps to take, the pitfalls to avoid, and the answers to all your questions you've been dying to ask. No matter what stage you're at, you'll learn everything you need to know about buying your first home. I'm your host, Michael Nasser, and I'm a mortgage broker at Lens Street, and I really love helping people buy their first home. Today, I'm joined by Bishnu Aral, the CEO and founder of FinConnects Financial Services, a financial services company focused on helping everyday people to achieve their financial dream. In this episode, we'll be talking about some of the things we all need to be prepared for when buying a home. We'll hear about some of the common hidden costs you'll come across when buying your first home. We'll discuss how to budget for these hidden costs, and Bishnu will share his top tip for first home buyers looking to get into the market. Let's get into it. Hi, Bishnu, and thank you for your time in joining us in the podcast today. Thank you, Michael. I'm excited to be in this. So can you tell us a little bit about your professional background and how did you get to where you are today? I've been in this uh, industry since the last uh, six years. Prior to this, I want to explain a little bit about my background. So I came from Nepal in 2007 when I was 18. I completed my higher secondary level back in Nepal and then traveled to Australia to pursue my academic career. Coming here from Nepal without any guidance, uh, I was quite young, didn't know what to do, came to uni to study, but didn't have much idea on what I'm going to do and how I'm going to survive. Yeah. So I had to go through a lot of um, challenges, but um, I went through well. (laughs) After coming to Melbourne, I studied automotive engineering for one year. I was not able to complete the course um, because the uni fee was really high. The work I was doing was not able to cover my tuition fees. So I had to give up and look for the cheaper courses. So while coming from Nepal, uh, I pay for a six month tuition fee, but coming to Australia, I thought I'm going to make some money and then I'll be able to pay by myself, which uh, didn't happen. So, and that is why I had to drop uh, my engineering and I decided to study from a diploma level so I can afford my fees. Yeah. So I did my diploma from a diploma of accounting and all the way to master's degree with the Victoria University. After completing bachelor degree, I started an intern with a smaller company as an assistant accountant. After finishing my intern, they took me into the job as an assistant accountant. I worked there for around two years. I enjoyed But since the childhood, I'm a kind of guy who had a bit of entrepreneur mindset. So I was looking to do something on my own, but didn't know exactly what to do, where to start and what would I um, do? Yeah, because I didn't have anyone here in Australia. So there was a lack of guidance as well. So I was finding my own path, making my own path all the way through. But uh, after working there, I was just like, even before working as an assistant accountant, I always wanted to do something. And so, yeah, basically uh, what I did that time around 2016, I was also looking to buy a home for myself as a first home buyer. I was not able to find some good, uh, good advice and uh, information. So 
uh, I see there, there is a gap and I also saw there were so many people coming from different countries and uh, residing in Australia where their first and foremost goal is to have their own home. So I decided to uh, get the um, uh, license in mortgage broking. So I uh, did a certificate for and a diploma of mortgage broking and uh, decided to be a mortgage broker. It took me a little time while finding the right mentor because for the mortgage broking, you need to get a mentor for first two years. And after two years, you can be be your independent. You can only be an independent mortgage broker. So I was looking quite actively to find a mentor. I finally found a mentor and uh, I did work uh, with this company for over two years. And during that time, I learned a lot. I understand more about market. I understand how to deal with all this, uh, all the clients, and I also understand what are the best strategies uh, that uh, first home buyers and investors can use while purchasing the property. So during that time, actually, COVID hit 2019, and while working from home, I again a bit more confident that uh, now I can work on my own, I can open my own business and then start my own mortgage broking firm because I was getting like uh, just over two years, I have already helped over 200 plus clients. So I had that confidence at that time, if I open my own business, I would be able to help more clients, I would be able to hire more brokers under my panel and then we can reach in uh, many other cities in Australia as well. So. That is when uh, we opened FinConnex Financial, aiming to help more people, more custom buyers to get into the market. FinConnex Financial Services. Can you tell me a bit about the company? Like, do you guys specialize with first time buyers or what's your sort of client look like? When we start, our main aim was to help first time buyers, and we still do. First home buyers are our bread and butter, but uh, nowadays what I mean is uh, we passed over the three years, um, three years from Pinconnex Financial. A lot of our first home buyers are becoming investors. So this is where we are helping investors as well, but uh, we do have uh, arms where we are keep continuing helping, keep continuing educating our first home buyers. And you mentioned this education and you've been providing a lot of education and content for first home buyers and investors. Can you expand on this a little bit? The education has always been my priority. I am from Nepal and I met so many, so many people. They have an aim to have a home when they get permanent residency in Australia. Even the young people, they really need education. They need to understand what's the process, how they can get into the market. The financial literacy is very important. First thing, budgeting, how you can save the money, what are the Number one tips for first home buyers uh, to get into the market. These are very simple educations, simple information, but it's very important, very valuable for the first home buyers. Yeah. Now we always give a priority on education. So also we guide them through all the process and then make them aware what is happening behind the scene as well, what we're doing on every step. So they understand. So anything happens in the future, they don't get surprised or shocked. Why is this something that you're so passionate about? When I was buying my first home, I found there was so much gap in there. So I really wanted to fill that gap. I did a master's degree in Australia in a finance. And when I come to buy a home, when I went to the bank, I was not even ready. I didn't even have a financial literacy, to be honest. This is very important. 
So mortgage broker like us, if we can educate the people about financial literacy and what they need to do, what are the plans, what kind of goals they need to have if they want to live in Australia and want to buy a home. Every time I help one family, this gives me a good pleasure, you know, so that's why we believe in giving the information. Well, today's episode is all about hidden costs. Can you start by giving us an overview of these hidden costs that are involved for a home buyer when they're purchasing their home that they probably haven't thought about thinking that maybe this purchase premise is the only thing that they've got to consider? We do have a lot of clients who come to us and uh, say, oh, look, I have a 90,000 deposit. Can we buy a 900,000 home, putting a 10% deposit where they don't realize there are other costs associated with buying a home? So yes, there are some costs while buying a home, like your stamp duty, the tax which is payable to the government. The stamp duty is uh, different in the different states, slightly lower or higher. So for example, if you buy a house in New South Wales for 1 million, then the stamp duty is 40,000, uh, approximately 40,000. This is a high cost, which they need to take into the consideration before making this decision. Yeah. The second cost uh, you'll be looking is lender mortgage insurance. So lender mortgage insurance is the insurance, uh, the bank will charge if you are putting less than 20% deposit while buying property. That's the second cost. Third cost would be like your solicitor or legal fees here, yeah, which is around 1500 to 2000 3000 depending on the solicitor you're using. There will be another cost, pest and building cost. While buying a property, you will need to get the building inspector to go and uh, do the inspection of your property and get a proper report to find out if there is any defect on the buildings. So there will be a charge of 500 to $1,000 depending on what kind of professional you are using. Also, there will be a property valuation fee. There will be an establishment fee from the bank. There will be a ongoing application fee. There is an ongoing cost account sale fee. Yeah, the account sale fee, or if you're buying an apartment, there would be a strata fee, which it's, which will be ongoing. So these are the costs. Uh, and also while you buying the property, mortgage registration fees. So these are the costs which you need to take into the consideration. So some of the costs, your mortgage broker can help you to reduce this kind of cost. For example, some bank, they don't charge your property valuation fee. So your broker will put you, if you can save the money, they can place you with that bank to save you uh, the valuation fee. Lender mortgage insurance fee, that your broker can play around, try to reduce by increasing your deposit. So higher the deposit, lower will be the lender mortgage fee. So your broker can be a player, play a bigger role to reduce this kind of cost here. Yeah? Also loan application fee, where some banks are offering the loan without application fee. Yes, some bank can waive life of the loan fees. So these are the things that your broker can play a major role to reduce some of these costs as well. It is always good to have a good mortgage broker on your side so they can help you to guide you all through all this process, talk about all these costs and see what are the ways or how can they minimize this cost because yeah, while you buy in the home, you'll need to deposit. So if they can save you $1,000, 500 1500 it will be a big help for any first-time buyers. And what's your advice to first-time buyers now sort of having that list of the additional costs there and some big ticket items there, and in particular with stamp duty, what's your advice to first-time buyers on how to budget for these costs? 
it is very important for the first home buyers to have a financial goals, a clear plan and understand where you're going to uh, need what. So how much money you would need for what purpose. So going and meeting to the local mortgage broker, understanding the cost. If you haven't made a plan, sit down with the broker and make a plan, three months plan, six month plan, or even a one year plan. It is very important to have a clear financial goal. I think understanding what those costs are from the outset. Yeah, understanding the cost and how you can reduce this cost. Also, as a first home buyer, there are so many schemes available by the government. Yeah, so understanding what you are eligible for and what you are not eligible for, it can help. For example, if you talk about the recent scenario, so you can opt in to go for an annual tax of in New South Wales now. So uh, you can save if you're buying a one million property, then you don't need that big 40,000 now to get into that market. So your broker will have a knowledge because they have been dealing with so many clients in and out. So having a good mortgage broker on the side is always, always a great thing because the really beauty thing about mortgage broker is they don't charge you anything because they get a commission from the bank once your loan is settled. So it's free and um, why not use it? Also with the financial literacy thing, you can go and check into the moneysmart.com.au where you can find the budgeting tools and um, how you can save it to see. Are there any particular hidden costs that can vary depending on the location of the property? Depending on the location, the stamp duty can vary depending on what state you're buying. So if you buy in WA, the stamp duty is a little bit uh, higher and Adelaide is a little bit higher too. But um, all the costs, uh, for example, um, if you're buying in one, the, the convenience of fee are quite low, I found it. I found it's a quite lower. Pest controls uh, fee can be a lower as well, but that doesn't vary too much. So how did the hidden costs impact the overall return on investment for a property? Now, if, if it's an investment property, some of the costs can be reduced, but these costs are liable when you're buying the property. So as a first home buyer, the fees are payable. So if it's an investment property, then some of the costs are tax deductible. You might need to talk to your accountant to understand more about it. So if you can save this cost, if you need it to buy a higher amount property, then it will allow you to go on a higher bracket property. For example, a first home buyer scheme for the first home buyer stamp duty scheme, someone with a 90,000 deposit yeah, would not be able to buy a 1 million property because they would have to pay the 40,000 in tax. And this kind of cost play a major role, if you understand. Yeah, and I think you've mentioned uh, throughout that a broker can definitely guide you through all of these and can explain if you can avoid or if there is a waiver for any of these types of fees or whether it's through a government subsidy or through initiatives through the bank via discounts on products or discounts on fees. And I think that the broker can at least guide you through that and be there to support you. And I imagine you do that a lot with your clients too. Yeah, true. All right, some final thoughts. We always close off our interviews with two questions. Um, the first one is, what would be your number one tip for first home buyers trying to get into the market? Yeah, as I said before, uh, having a clear goal, what do you want to do, what, what do you want to buy, what's your um, priority, and having a savings plan and a budgeting tool to track your expenses, uh, income, and having a, like at least a savings habits of net 10% of your uh, income. So that's always a first tip. And then uh, second tip would be uh, talking to your mortgage broker. Go and uh, 
even a one here ahead, go and sit down with the mortgage broker and understand uh, what are the steps that you need to be going through to get into the property. And the second question, so if you were a first-time buyer, Bishnu, and you had a million dollars to buy, where would you be buying? It totally depends on the personal circumstances. For me, I would look into what is important for me. So if I have one million dollar, I want to invest. I'm a custom buyer. I want to buy a property. I'll look into many things. Yeah. So it's uh, the demographics. First thing I will look into is uh, the area. Is it going to grow over the long time? So I will look into the area which is growing. I'll look into the demographics. What kind of population are living there? I'll look into the community because at the end of the day, I will need a community. My kids will need a community to grow. Third thing I will be looking is a government infrastructure. What the government is putting into that area. Is this uh, area is going to grow? In a long term, government has a plan for this area. So I'll look into that. Um, also, I'll look into this, um, my affordability as well. Uh, I can't just go and put the money if, uh, uh, if I'm not capable to live in certain area because I know my income, I know my, what I can afford, I know what I will enjoy. So we'll look into whole personal circumstances and make a decision based on that. Yeah, totally. And I think part of the aim of that question is not necessarily to get a particular suburb or what you would buy. It's to think about the factors that you consider when you are buying and then you've put them relatively well, very well there in terms of, you know, the types of things that people should be thinking about when it comes to buying a home. And, and it's very much for a personal circumstance thing and, and everyone's very different. So so appreciate your answer in that question. That brings us to the end of the show. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for joining us. Where can our listeners find you if they want to get in touch with you? Awesome. Thank you so much, Michael. Um, I'm really glad to be on this uh, show. And um, thank you for letting me share my personal journey as well as my professional journey. If anyone wants to find us, FinConnects Financial, people can go into our website, www.finconnects.com.au. Uh, we have a Facebook page, FinConnects, and also my name, uh, yeah, people can search Vishnu Prasad Real on my Facebook page and the Facebook. And all those will be in the show notes. So people can jump on the show notes and click to the links there to get to the relative spots that they'd like to go to get in touch with Vishnu. Thank you again, Vishnu. And it was great talking to you today. Awesome. Thank you. Have a great day. You've been listening to The Home Run, your guide for buying your first home in Australia. This podcast was produced by Lens Street. Lenstreet is a mortgage broker and home loan specialist that helps first home buyers find the right loan to meet their needs. We know applying for a loan can be overwhelming and complex, so we help guide and support first home buyers through the process from start to finish. To find out more, head to our website, lenstreet.com.au. We've also put a link in the show notes. To make sure you don't miss an episode of The Home Run, be sure to subscribe to or follow the show in your podcast app. And while you're there, please leave us a five-star review it really helps others find the show. I'm Michael Nasser, and we'll be back next episode covering another step on the journey to owning your first home.